All right, Anthony on Air Podcast. We are live with you. Frankie C here. Will Palant. A day we weren't sure we'd ever really see coming, but uh, Ghislaine Maxwell has been found guilty on five out of the six charges against her. Uh, we will go through every single bit of information we have on this episode. Of course, this verdict was read out loud just moments ago, literally minutes ago. And uh, we're here live on with you guys. So, um, you know, it may be a little choppy, but we're going to have all the information. So stick with us on this episode. And uh, we, of course, as always, appreciate you guys. Uh, thumbs up on the vids on Facebook and YouTube, please. That's huge. And uh, share this content around Everybody's been complaining, Frankie C, about mainstream media not uh, making a big deal out of this. Well, you guys can can take that mantle and you guys can make a big deal out of it with us. So hit the oh, share button. Are we mainstream media? I don't think we are. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I don't think we're in the mainstream. I'm not quite sure. But we have every last little stinking detail uh, right down to the counts themselves, which I have up on the screen for you here. Yeah, Tons of interesting things, Frank. Um, five out of the six counts she was found guilty on. We'll read all the counts for everybody. She was found not guilty on count number two, uh, which the enticement count was one of the things that we were sort of holding on to where we thought that that might be one of the perhaps easier ones to get along with some of the conspiracy uh, counts that are in this. So we'll share that with everybody. That's a weird right one. Hmm? Yeah, it is. That's a, weird. It, I mean, out of all, you know, there's six counts. That one, I feel like, would, would be a slam dunk, but okay. Which revolves around Jane's testimony primarily. This is a Jane-only count, and Jane was essentially the prosecution's star witness, right? She was first. She was up there for, I believe, the longest out of all the witnesses. Um, that was kind of the one that they were hoping would hammer this home, and it's her singular count, count number two, that the uh, jury did not go for. They found her not guilty on, but they found her guilty on all the other counts. Uh, so we'll go through everything, the sentencing, um, the possibility of her flipping at this point, um, everything. But uh, just moments ago, uh, just after 5 p.m. Eastern time in the Manhattan court, uh, the verdict was read out. We had very little heads up that this was going to even happen. Usually you get a little bit more of a heads up, especially like the media, like they'll alert everybody and let them know. We did not. This all kind of just spilled out with the reporters that were in the court today. Um, earlier today, they did ask for more transcripts as they were in deliberation. Uh, Jason Richards, Amanda Young, Kimberly Espinosa, Sean uh, and Larry Vizoski, one of the pilots, one of the Epstein pilots, they asked for all those transcripts today. When I saw that information earlier, I thought this is going to go well into the new year if they are still requesting all of these transcripts. And we went from that to verdict. That's a, a weird. Yeah, I guess they either read through them all really fast or they f figured that all right, we don't need them. Yeah, honestly, to I mean, this is purely, you know, just my guess is that there was one person perhaps that still needed some convincing. And then as they asked for all this information, it all starts piling up. Maybe I, yeah. I don't know. How, what would you surmise from that? I, I think that there was a couple of details that they were unclear on and they needed the transcript to just go through and go, all right, this is what was said. Maybe, you know, one or two sentences that they were not, that they forgot or they tried to recap and they couldn't get the exact wording or something. So they probably requested the transcripts. So 
mm-hmm. you know, they can be exact on, on some. I'm sure they didn't need the entire transcript. I'm sure they probably just needed a little section that they just had to refresh their memory on. Yeah, but that's a lot. I mean, that's a big haul. Five, five testimonies, five transcripts of testimony yeah. on that day. And then just about six hours later, you come to uh, a verdict. That's that's surprising. It is. Like I said, everybody was like, oh, my God, this is going to go into 2022. And here we are with a guilty verdict. Uh, five out of the six counts. Um, putting, uh, we're flashing some of the uh, reaction on the screen. Everybody seems very happy and excited. I mean, yeah. she's going to die in jail. I mean, we kind of knew that already. You yeah, know? The, the five counts are enough to send her away forever. It's going to be good enough. Uh, she still has sentencing to go through. And what's interesting about that is we'll talk about the idea of perhaps maybe she can and will flip. Um, it won't obviously get her off, uh, but she can perhaps ease uh, some of her sentencing. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but we'll get into that afterwards. Let's go through all the counts, which we flashed up on the screen for everybody to see here. So yep. count one was conspiracy to entice individuals under the age of 17 to travel interstate commerce with the intent to engage in illegal sexual activity. Count two, enticement of an individual under the age of 17. Basically, it's the same one, except it's for Jane only. So that's what I found to be interesting. They couldn't convince her of Jane's, but three out of the other uh, four girls. That is interesting. Somebody in there was convincing enough. Yeah. Uh, count three, conspiracy to transport individuals under the age of 17 to travel with interstate commerce. Uh, basically the same thing. Uh, count four. Um, this is a Jane only count transportation of an individual under the age of 17 with the intent to engage in illegal sexual activity. That one found guilty, not count number two, which is enticement. So they're saying that she transported Jane. Correct. But didn't encourage her to be on that transport. Correct. Okay. Little fun. It's weird, right? The enticement part, which, by the way, this is why, if you remember, I can't remember if it was Tuesday or Monday, they did ask Judge Allison Nathan to define entice. I mean, Um, there's only one definition I can think of is to lure, to. Right. You know? Right. I, I feel like that. What other, what other definition could there, why, why is there confusion on that? Very weird. I don't know. I mean, and it's going to, t- I mean, I don't know if we're going to have that answer today. Um, maybe we will have that answer on a later episode. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple podcasts, wherever you watch or listen, make sure you're subscribed. Um, cause we're going to follow this up obviously as this kind of comes out and more legal experts get a chance to, you know, give their, you know, two cents on it. We'll have that information. Uh, but right now it seems odd and maybe this was the hangup, Frank, maybe the enticement part was the hangup because they asked for that yesterday, the day before. Right. And, you know, obviously count four and count two are similar except for the enticement difference and count two comes back, not guilty. I would love to know. I mean, that's what everybody's going to be wondering, and we're wondering it too right now. Yeah. Uh, count five, conspiracy to commit sex trafficking of individuals under the age of 18. And count six, sex trafficking of an individual under the age of 18. That was for Carolyn only. So this is the actual 
um, these are the actual charges as the jury gets. The jury gets these two sheets to fill this out. Right. And this is what they uh, read out to the court uh, just about 20 minutes, half hour ago. Um, yeah. So Ghislaine Maxwell guilty out of five out of the six counts. Um, she will be sentenced. We don't know when that is. I would imagine that Judge Allison Nathan would want to do it as soon as possible. I don't know what her um, what her restrictions are. Uh, obviously, the jury gets dismissed. They, they so she doesn't have to worry about the COVID thing. We talked about this yesterday, uh, Frank. Whereas you know she kind of let the jury know, hey. No rush here, but I will keep you guys Thursday and Friday. It was originally planned to be the holiday, you know, for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. They were going to only deliberate till today. And she kind of let them know, like, hey, if we need to come back Thursday and Friday, we will. And also, I want to keep you guys till 6 o'clock every day and t um, rather than 5. Uh, so that you could tell, like, she was trying to, like, she was in a race against Omicron is what we were talking about yesterday. Where, you as think you that know, had to do with it? Oh, 100%. She kept saying She said. It. She said that's, it. That's, yeah. Wow. She was saying, you know, you have to remain vigilant and stay healthy and you can't get sick. We did say that she does have in her in her past, uh, in March of 2020, Judge Allison Nathan, somebody on her jury came down with COVID and she let them finish deliberating through FaceTime. One juror. She let them finish from home through FaceTime. Wow. Just, I, I don't know why they don't did they don't sequester them. I don't, under, you know, they wouldn't have sequestered to keep them number one away from, you know, news and all that stuff. But number right. two, to keep them away from COVID, yeah. put them up in a hotel. That's, and uh, I don't know why that didn't take place. Sure. I'm not sure either, but uh, you know, she kind of had that vibe. And then it's, it's funny. Cause she said in the courtroom before she brought the jury in, we will go through the weekend. If we have to, she basically said, we'll go Saturday, Sunday, if we have to. Right. Um, you know, which is, uh, that's a race against time. She kind of felt like somebody on this 12 panel jury is going to get it. Um, yeah. Let's try and get this wrapped up beforehand. She didn't tell the jury that she was going to do that, bring them in on the weekend. Um, but she did mention it in court. And then she told the jury Thursday, Friday, if you need it. But she did reiterate, there is no hurry on this. There's no hurry at all. Right. Um, but clearly, they yeah, she, doesn't wanna, time. she doesn't want to influence the jury to come up with a, a verdict, you know, it's, it's like, you know, they got to take their time. She's not mm -hmm. going to say, uh, hurry up or I'm going to keep you. It's, she has to, mm -hmm. you know, kind of let them take their time with it. Basically. A, a billion percent, a billion percent, because they can, um, appeal on that fact alone. If you rush yeah. a jury for a verdict, they can appeal on that, on that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good thing. Uh, it's a good thing that uh, they got this done as soon as she can. All right, Susan brings up a, a good, an excellent point. I hope she stays alive long enough to talk. So let's talk about that aspect of this. Um, obviously, it's too late to cut a deal. She's been convicted. She's been found guilty. So that's done and over with. Right. Uh, we know that if she was convicted of all six counts, it was going to be about 70 years in prison. Right. Um, so I would imagine the fact that she got off of one, she'll be just shy of that, of 70 years. Yeah, and she's 60 years old, so. She just turned 60 years old on yeah. Christmas, was her right. 60th birthday. So uh, goodbye. She's, that's, I can't imagine her seeing, you know, the outside of jail anytime soon, or at all.
Right. Um, the only thing that she can offer, you know, is information in exchange for shorter sentence, uh, better uh, federal penitentiary, better conditions. Yeah, I mean, all she she has. I'm sure she's got information on people that they don't have. I'm sure she'll be able to give them something. Um, I mean, is it worth what? I, that's the hard part about this. Do you get? Do you, do you? Does she get a lighter sentence if she gives her? That's hard to 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 measure out. You know, like what? You don't want her to go free. No, no, no. I you do want these other names, though. You do want those other names. You gotta, you gotta think about this. She's. This is, this is the number one in charge behind him, right? I mean, who else would know about the, you know, the organization, if you will, yeah. uh, rather than her? I mean, I'm sure she knows where most of the bodies are buried. Yeah, I mean that we know of. She's the number two. Maybe there's someone we don't know about. I doubt it. But again. She's got the names, I'm sure. Yeah, and there's obviously, there's more pilots. There was more, yeah. you know, powerful people there. Yeah. I mean. I, and more, I mean, there are a ton more victims. So with that, there's got to be, I'm sure, a ton more um, perpetrators. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Let's. You brought up a good point about the victims. Let's talk about that. There was a lot of criticism from me included of people talking about the fact that the prosecution was kind of blowing it. You know, everybody, you know, in all of our comments and everybody talking to us and tweeting at us and messages to AnthonyOnAir.com, everybody's saying, why is there only four? There's hundreds of girls. Why were there only four? This was the reason why, you know, they they wanted to keep this concise. This was their strategy. It was a gamble. It paid off. They it wanted did. to keep it concise. They wanted to keep it, you know, not confuse the jury, not have to have them remember, you know, 17 girls testimony on, right. you know, what happened to them in particular. You know, they wanted to keep that sort of, you know, tight and, and simple. And that's what they did. And it paid off for them. Yeah. And if they have, let's say, uh, 20 people, 20 victims, if one of them is inconsistent, that kind of weakens right the whole thing i, right. I would imagine but i mean they, they went with the strategy and yeah you're right it paid off it paid off um it really did it paid off for them they got what they came for um you know they had that one really horrifically bad day um you know uh i've never forgotten and will never forget the fbi testimony where the fbi agent testified about leaving the hard drives behind and right when they came back it was gone that day they you know they talked about more that it was said in the court that there would be more testimony around this day and the fbi's involvement and the hard drives and that never came to fruition we never got that yeah you know I mean, and that I'm was sure part that, of the yeah. they were supposed to take up four weeks of test of you know four weeks of this trial and they close it out in two right which had everybody panicked and worried yeah that myself included i was like wait a second you, they had four weeks but they're only taking two does not it, it it and everybody a lot of people are mentioning it mentioning it in the chat uh lily don i admit i did not think she was gonna be found guilty i'm so glad i was wrong yeah 
we we were all like, oh my god, if she, because there was a slight, we were all going, all right, she's gonna be guilty, she's guilty, she's guilty, and then we were like, well, <laughs> yeah. I, did, she yeah. is, but are they gonna find her guilty? You know, it's gonna yeah. be like an OJ thing. I don't, I, the craziest stuff has happened, but that, you know, they got the justice is served here, I think, at least mm -hmm. a little, a little bit, as much as can be. Um. And, well, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think justice is served, but let's be honest, like what else can you get? You know, that's what you got to be thinking. If you're the prosecutors, like exactly. what else can we get? She's behind bars for the rest of her life. Um, you know, yeah. that's, that's outside of the death penalty, which I don't, I don't think New York has. Um, that's it. You know, life in prison, that's, that's going to be hell, especially if someone like that in prison. It's well, not going to be a, a picnic. Yeah. I mean, silver spoon in her mouth from day one, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, not only, you know, money from daddy, then money from Glenn, uh, from uh, Jeffrey Epstein, right? Right. That's a hard, I mean, when you look at Epstein himself, he was facing down that, he was looking down the barrel of that gun and couldn't do it, you know? Yeah. If we're taking it at face value that he took his own life, which most of us don't. Um, I don't know. But either way, I mean, he couldn't do it, right? He couldn't do it. He just. Yeah. I mean, you got to imagine that these people are not the, uh, you know, bravest. I guess they're just. No, 100%. They're, they're cowards. cowards. So, yeah. So I'm sure she's going to. I would imagine she would be on some kind of watch. You know, they got to keep an eye on her, hopefully better than they did uh, with what's his face with Epstein. But, you know, well, that's well, please. I mean, that's, you know, my, what do they say? Don't count your chickens before they come home to roost. Yeah, well, she's got I'm sure they're going to have her on a watch. I mean, I don't know, but she can't be. But, you know, with facing this kind of a. Wouldn't be surprised if she takes the same way. Yeah, but again, it, they got to watch her and see that she serves. You know, the, I mean, the easy way out is, is yeah, that's we don't want that. I don't no. think anybody wants that. No, you definitely don't want that. You want them to do the time. Because again, you have that prime. You have that prime opportunity now to get her to flip. You can get that's her true. to talk about God knows who. You know, Sarah Kellen, somebody else. She says she's a victim. Other people say she was basically another Galane. You can sort that out, possibly. Right. I mean, everybody's wants to talk about Clinton, what Clinton's involvement was, and what you know, she whoever can do that is. now. Yeah, whoever's yeah. involved, bring it out. Yeah, I mean, she can do that. You know, she can basically set the record straight on on that, on Prince Andrew, on, you know, yeah, Wexler, she... like like up and down the list of all the people, like God knows. You know, I mean, again. It... Yeah, we don't know who's on that list, but I mean, she, what's her incentive to talk? I, I can't imagine they're going to reduce her sentence that much, mm. I, th that much that would make any kind of significance. You know, I I don't know. Um, you know, again, I I just I I just before I was I touched base with someone in the legal world, and they said when there's a there's always a way to figure something out. 
but there's no there's no it's not like she's gonna get she's not gonna walk free like that's not gonna happen that's they might give her a a more comfy bed maybe you know stuff like that yeah easier time would basically be the only easier yeah it's still gonna be time but it's gonna be maybe maybe they uh fix the plumbing maybe they don't fix the plumbing you know that kind of thing right right i hear you yeah i mean let's see who's gonna fall next Certainly would be interesting if she starts talking again, you know, especially with the Prince Andrew thing coming up with uh, Virginia Roberts. And, you know, we did a little update on that yesterday. He's trying to get that thrown out because he's saying that she doesn't live in the United States anymore. She lives in Australia. She has she claims residency in Colorado where her parents or her mother and her stepfather live. Um, But they're basically saying this is BS. She's been living in Australia for two years. You know, I think for two out of the last nine years or something like that she hasn't been in australia but for the rest of the time she's been in australia so there now the andrew lawyers are like you can't file a lawsuit in a country that you don't live in that's yeah. their latest thing that they're saying uh, i mean i feel like sure she claims residency though i mean you can't you know, may not physically live you, know, you may not physically be in that country at the moment but if you claim residency it's still your home country, right? I guess so. I mean, I don't know. They're, again, they throw a bunch of shit up against the wall and see what sticks. That's always the defense yep. defense's um, you know, priorities. Um, let's uh, we'll continue on this, Frank. Let's do our uh, live read for a Jumpstart Coffee Company. As you know, I just got handed a fresh uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company from my nice. wife. Very yes, nice. Not in an Anthony on air mug, but hey, she's having a tough day. Kids are kids are get, driving her crazy. So got my mug. Got my jump start now. I'm good to go. Uh, best coffee I've ever had. Frank, the same way. Mm-hmm. He feels that way too. Great, great stuff. And uh, great coffee, great cause. That's what we say because 50% of their profits go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. So not only are you supporting the podcast and Jumpstart Coffee Company, but you're supporting our veterans and their families. Super important to us and everybody else. We know that you do that with the purchase of Jumpstart Coffee Company. Uh, link in the description. Click on the uh, banner on the uh, homepage of anthonyonair.com. Order some coffee. Use that promo code AOA15. That's promo code AOA15 when you order, and you'll save 15% on your Jumpstart Coffee Company. You can do a subscribe and save where you can order one, two, three, four, however many bags of coffee you go through in a month. Every yeah, single month, they'll deliver that amount of coffee to you, nice and fresh, and uh, it's uh, great tasting. Love Jumpstart yeah, Coffee one- Company. For people, this is a 12-ounce bag. I don't know how much coffee you go through, but if you want to go through this much coffee in a month or mm. if you've got two bags, this is 12 ounces of coffee right here. Well, 12-ounce bag of, of grounds. That's some delicious, delicious coffee. Mm, good stuff. We basically <laughs> made it through this damn case with that coffee. <laughs> it wasn't right? that coffee. And alcohol, Just, let's be fair, and a fair amount of alcohol I, as well. Yeah, you can't, you can't discount that. That that's true. Your Jumpstart coffee goes great with Kahlua. <laughs> goes great with everything. <laughs> See, yeah, what would have been good is we should you should have. Can we X out the guilty, not guilty? Can you put a little X oh, over there? No, I can't. Maybe you I can. can. Let's. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I can do that. Let's I don't see. mean to give you work during a, during the show. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice. So, oh, well, look at this! You can well, do it. I just, can. I could do something. Just edit the text. Say, put just put the letter X. You had it. Is there a check mark, a star? No, or the X. Just make an X. All right, I'll put an X. You had the text going. See, just make it the letter X. I like how it's big and red. Yeah, it's already 
Bam, ready to go. Look at that. Boom. Look at that. Yeah, now do it uh, five more times. All right, don't push me around. I'm getting. I there. said do it. See, this is nice. See, now people can. Look at this. The recap. Look at these. Look, look at these graphic choices. I'm telling you, we uh, spare no expense here on the uh, yeah. on air show. <laughs> Suck on that, CNN. How about that for a graphics department? Right on the fly, no less. <laughs> this is on the fly. <laughs> Guilty, guilty, guilty. Oh, God. If you can't laugh, I tell you. There we go. All right. So, look. Happy New Year, everyone. Merry Christmas. There's your... It's done. There's your Christmas present. Now it's official because you saw it on the uh, Anthony on Air podcast. Right. It's official now. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, Bird. We are true professionals. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it was a hell of a journey, right? I mean... Yeah. I, I almost don't know what to do here now like what do we what should we talk about because it's (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's so much more we got again sentencing i'm sure we'll we'll get into a little bit more analytics on why count two was not guilty right now what now don't don't they usually right after the verdict they do sentencing will be on this date yeah we're still gonna we're, we're still trying to track down that information yeah they don't have that out yet yeah okay again i mean legit legit this all came through in moments and like everybody's just trying to catch up and get that in i don't even know if the jury's been let go yet you know i mean it's only it's six o'clock at the time that we're doing this broadcast this live broadcast so eastern time eastern time six o'clock eastern time in in the states i I, once the once the verdict is read the jury goes that's it thank you for your your service yeah have a nice day yes you always like to put the one you guys are awesome by Nicole Mayer. They see now they, you always like to put the positive ones up there. That's nice. Yeah, I like to, I like to do that. Um, <clears throat> any negatives? So Paul with a great question. Uh, her husband. Remember, we talked about her husband prior to the trial. Right. Where was he? Supposedly, he put up some money to try and get her bailed out at one point. Right. Remember that? Right. Then he kind of disappeared, and people are like, where is this guy? Then we were wondering, were they even really married at all, ever to begin with? Right. I don't you know. know. Yeah. Uh, this guy, was he in court? I don't, uh, I don't Nope. Never. No, he wasn't there. Wow. Only her sisters and her brother. And by the way, we didn't get to this, but um, at one point they set up like an office just a couple of blocks away from the court. Like they set up an office. Don't you find that strange? What the family did? Yeah, her brother and her two sisters who were going to court every day and they got to hug her. I think at the beginning of the like the first couple of days of the trial, they got to hug her. Right. Um, they set up like a they they were like renting out like an office space, like a, like a I library. Could, I could see. Thing. I don't know why office. I could see renting like a space so that everybody can be in one spot, go together and all that kind of stuff. I could see you know, almost like a hotel room. But mm-hmm. this is, but an office is. I mean, maybe they were working on stuff. But I, I, I don't understand where the husband. If you're the husband, like, what do you got? Something to somewhere better to be. What What's more important than your wife's trial? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, well, yeah. uh, are, where they, are they still married? Are they? You know, who really knows? 
All right, I got some more info here, Frank. As we said, we're going to, you know, be getting yeah, this stuff in. It's coming in real time. So, uh, count six, as you see there, count number six alone carries a maximum penalty of 40 years in prison. Right. So, of the possible 70 year, the other, the other five combined is 30. Of the possible 70, count uh, six carries 40 years imprisonment alone. Maximum. So, she's maximum. So ju the judge can doesn't have to give her the max, right? It would I wonder be... what the judge like what she takes into account when you know what she takes into account is how much information are you willing to give us? Yeah, on on the rest of what really went on here and what happened, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so you know, you wonder, okay, when is sentencing? Well, I'm sure they're gonna have a conversation. And right. we're up against New Year's Eve. I'm sure there's going to be a conversation at some point of, hold on, you know, hold on, Your Honor. My client wants to, you know, my client may want to, you know, divulge some information. And then that's going to, that can obviously take a while. Because when you think about it, you're talking about 20 some odd years where she was involved alone in this criminal activity. I mean, that right. could take months to sort through if she starts talking yeah yeah i mean I, I i can't imagine i mean that i'm sure that's her she's i mean for all the for all the evil that she is she also is thinking a little bit i'm sure of if she's found guilty which she was but if she was i gotta have something up my sleeve i'm right. sure she's being snaky like that right. as well I mean, so nobody wants to die in jail no. If they can get this down to, I don't know, 20 years, is it worth it for her? 20 easy years? Hey, here's 20 years of being this years, thing I mean, by yourself, alone. It, it would, I'm sure, be better than the rest of your life. Right. You get out at 80 rather than not get out at all. I mean, is that a fair point? I would love to know what people think in the chat. Is that is that a fair point? Like, you're you're she's fucked. We know it. Oh right? yeah, yeah. You're screwed. Are you looking at this going? Is it even worth it to flip on everybody I know or to give out all this information to get to to have twenty easier years? Thirty to get, am I gonna get out of here when I'm eighty five, ninety? Is yeah. that even worth it, or are you just like it's over? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's. 30 years or 70 years. It doesn't make a difference. I'm I'm done. It's yeah, tough. Life life is pretty much forfeit at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I I don't know cuz if you flip who are you flipping on? Are you now in some sort of even if you get out, are you in some sort of danger? Um, I think she's in a lot of danger. Oh, she's in a lot of danger either way. In jail or out of jail, I feel. Um, so I think she's got nothing to lose then by flipping and only to gain. It seems to me, you know, flipping is only going to work to her benefit, even if it's slightly to her benefit. I think I agree. I feel like these people are zero sum people and they'll go, I'll take my chances to get. And again, here's the big thing with this too, the, the, the time. Because you could do time, you could have rough time. You could have a rough 20 years in prison, or you could have a real easy 20 years in prison. Right. Yeah, they could put you in 
general population or they could put you in protective custody or they could just turn their backs and say they didn't see anything and you get your ass kicked every day. I, I, I don't know. I mean, again, yeah, they could, if she has more information, I can't imagine her not using it. I, I can't. I, why would she keep, why would she keep it to herself? There's no benefit. Yeah. There's only benefits if she, if she talks. Somebody wrote me the other day and, and they were saying um, how we're never going to find, like they were, it was very cynical as a lot of people are, us included. Mm. Um, they were saying how you're never going to hear, like nobody's ever going to rat out a president for what, you know what I'm saying? Like if Clinton did horrific things, you're just never going to hear it because the, the mere idea of a president of the United States doing these horrific things you know, well, people have that idea already. I mean, this is this would just be confirming it. They do, but that being confirmed, you know, this person was basically like, "We're never going to hear about that." And I thought I it was an interesting point. True. I don't know if that's true. I mean, presidents, some of them do scumbaggy things, and I think if it came out, people would. Why wouldn't you hear about it? If someone knows, like like Elaine, if she knows this stuff, why wouldn't she say it? I mean. Plus, I mean, then you got to go, well, is it correct information? Is it uh, reliable information? You got to corroborate it. Or is she just saying names just to reduce her own sentence? You know, how how reliable is is this source now? Because she's convicted felon of the most, you know, terrible stuff. And is she just saying shit to get out of a longer sentence? Well, I think, yeah, I don't think that they would just take her word for it. I think somebody else would have to. Oh, I'm sure they'd have to look into everything before yeah. they. That's why this is the sentence is going to take forever because they have to get her whatever she's going to say. If she says something, they have to get all that info. Then they have to back it up and corroborate it and say, all right, yeah, this is this is true. Everything she's saying she's given us is because they can't just go, oh, wow, great. You know, let, let's just go with her word on it. So they have right. to back up everything she's saying if she has stuff to say. I mean, and forget Clayton for a second and Andrew, the probably the two biggest ones. But you look at Les Wexner and all these other, you know, sort of business type, you know, tycoons. I mean, go down the list, just Google, you know, Anthony on air, Epstein, you'll see all our we've done hundreds of videos on this topic. Any of those guys, yeah. you know, they they've got to be terrified right now. They've got to be running scared. I would imagine. I mean, the facts that the fact that Wexner, who is probably the the originator of all of this, based off the fact that it was mostly his money that funded Epstein in the beginning, and he just gave Epstein a New York City house, um, and that he's not been brought up or thought of or been brought to the forefront in any way, shape, or matter, is crazy. What do you mean, like? been brought up what do, you, what do you mean i mean he's been brought up we talk about him but there's like been no the trial investigation there's been no you know i'm sure there is they just can't bring it into a trial into a trial it's not i mean there's no trial against him anymore because you can't have a trial against a dead person allegedly dead person uh so if you know they're going to investigate that's why i mean that's how they got galane investigated epstein you know here you go. Epstein lives in Israel. Let's talk about that ah, too. Okay. 
everybody throws the M-word around when we're talking about this Mossad and the fact that all these people, Epstein, Ghislaine, are international agents and agents of information and, you know, all these crazy things can even get these people on this stuff. I mean, I don't even know. I think we're giving our government a little too much credit. <laughs> you know, I don't know if we're that smart. Maybe we are. But uh, it could be. Maybe he, Maybe they are secret agents. I don't know. But I doubt it there was this thing with um it was really it was when people were going oh there's well you know that conspiracy was with the the vaccine oh there's chips they're tracking you right uh but there was this military this guy from the military was on i forget what what channel and he says i was in the military we had tracking devices they were about this big and they never worked it's like you think they're putting tracking devices in a syringe and putting it in your arm and they're they're all flawless and it's going to work and everything. trust me we we have the best equipment in the military and they never and it never worked they couldn't track us in a desert they're going to track you you know in a microscopic so i'm just saying i think with a lot of conspiracy theories we give a little too much credit to the people running who supposedly run the conspiracy theory. Yeah, perhaps I would, I would agree with that, but Hey, we never know. It could be. It's interesting to think about. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Maybe he's still alive. Maybe he's not, but how much of the, you know, we, you, they showed him, right. They showed his body. Well, we definitely saw a dead guy. Outside how much, the, how uh... much do you want to see? I mean, what would convince you? Um, that he's actually dead. I mean, he saw, unless you walk up to him and push him and go, hey, you know, and like hold up pictures and go, oh, yep, this is definitely it. And I feel like, no, I don't, you my, know feel, I mean? my feeling is, is he's dead. Right. I think, I think he's dead. I right. don't think he did it himself. Probably not. Yeah. It doesn't seem that, I mean, it doesn't, it seems very, everything about it is, very suspicious um it wasn't a simple straightforward this guy hung himself it, it, cameras weren't working the guards weren't there the, the the cellmate was out of the the cell you know it was very everything lined up so that it's just not convincing that it's just a, a random suicide mm -hmm. but you know we it's all speculation there was no way to no real way to know yet, I guess. No, no real way to know yet. That's for sure. Hold a mirror to his face. He's still alive. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> um, but I feel like once again, yeah, what you look at, you look at the pictures they show here. He is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I could be very naive, but I don't know what else I would want to see to prove that he's, he's actually dead. I wouldn't want to see much more, but uh, he's dead and paid others to kill and turn a blind eye. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> then there's there's a lot of oh man, the conspiracy theories they never end. There's so many yeah. because it like weaves one gets into another, into another. Someone brought up Anthony Bourdain and all this stuff died shortly before Epstein. I don't know. Pull the switcheroo, look it up. Oh, Anthony Bourdain did not look like. Uh, no, I Epstein. mean, they were but, both gray hair or white haired, older white guys. But other than that, 
<laughs> yeah, the the um the the one that always messed me up though was you had Bourdain, Chris Cornell, and Chester Bennington all commit suicide within a relatively short period of time from one another. I mean, it was what in the- a two year period, the three of them. Yeah. And they were talking about Chester Bennington and how he looks like, I forget the name of the guy. It'll come to me. One of the, one of the high up guys in the government. And then oh, wow. they, they were all about to expose something or something. And, um, he looked like him. Who does Chester Bennington look like? I'm sure somebody in the comments knows. It's maybe him. a little Stephen Miller, but he's not Stephen Miller. No, it was somebody. I can't think of anybody else. It'll come. Gotta... It, very big. Uh, John Podesta. Thank you. Judy got it first. Oh, right. um, John Podesta. Okay. Uh, Podesta was in the middle of all that. That's a big conspiracy theory. Going. Oh, Kate Spade as well. Thank you, U.S. Network. Kate Spade also. Took her own life and yeah so there i mean and again it's like it's not like people 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 do that their suicide happens every single day but it is interesting that you do have a lot of these high profile uh you know new york entertainment socialites you know that type of people all it all happening relatively close to each other again in the midst of uh, epstein all at the same time you know uh that's interesting. I don't know what the whole tie-in is, but I, could it be all that just happened that this was going on at the same time, and they, these people all yeah. went through their own separate things, and that's what happens. Yeah. Sometimes uh, it could. Yeah, it's most likely because a lot of it. A lot of the time, the simplest explanation is the correct one. So I feel like I'll err on that side of these were just people who. Um, did that separate of, of stuff like this. I don't think like Chester Bennington and, and everything. Uh, he was depressed. He was a, that was known, right? I mean, he was, he was, uh, he had his issues, but um, he also had his issues of abuse. Uh, you know, that was a lot of, of a big thing going around. Um, he was abused that he was. Um, and then uh, you had uh, whatchamacallit. Who's the other guy I said, Chris Cornell. Who, uh, up until the moment that they found him, was like on the phone with his wife, showed no signs or symptoms of any sort of depression. He was a little off at the show that he had done that night in Detroit, I think he was. Right. Um, and 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 Cornell and Bennington were friends, as we found came to find out later on. I think one of them was the other one's kids, like Godfather or some. You know, they had a connection there too. Right. Um. So. It just, you know, and again, if you ask, I mean, what what spouse of a suicide victim wouldn't say, you know, this something's wrong here. They weren't suicidal. I mean, I feel like everyone would. Uh, But uh, Cornell's wife to this day was like, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up that he would do this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, a lot of times people go through it by themselves. You know, they just hold it all in. And it's, you know, they, they choose not to express it even to the closest people. So, you know, you never know again, it's terrible. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, why, but why Chris Cornell, what does that have to do, you know, with supposedly the, uh, again, and I'm sure some people, you know, could speak to this more than I have. I've only been a casual reader of the conspiracy theories. Um, but supposedly they were coming together with, you know, some information on 
They were because because Bennington looked like Podesta. They were saying that Podesta was like Bennington's illegitimate father or some craziness like that, and wow. that he had found this information or had been in this, you know, sort of ring of you know of like when he was abused that like that's where it came from when he was younger he was involved in this ring and he was going to come forward and on it and had confided in Chris Cornell about it and a few other people and all this stuff i mean Man. I, I don't know and Kate Spade is the same thing too i mean Kate Spade i don't remember people nobody you know hugely successful fashion icon and you know, woman in business, there was no indications there. That's what people say coming out of it. And people think that she was kind of caught up in this New York socialite aspect of it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I feel like with any Bourdain, Bourdain was a shock. Come on. Bourdain was a shock. Like sure was. Uh, but I feel like whenever it's suicide, when is the last time you, you heard of someone who committed suicide and you go, yeah, that makes sense. I, I saw that coming. It's mm. always, it's always like, holy crap. No, why would they, you know, it, it's out of nowhere. And it, because they say what the, the happiest looking, you know, sometimes the happiest people yeah, are going through something you don't even, you know, they don't show. And ne they never really show it. So uh, that's, you know, you can't see it coming. Some, uh, I feel like all the time, I can't think of any, anybody. And then you go, well, yeah, well, they were, they were not, you know besides uh epstein you know if he you know that one we could have seen coming maybe a little but other than that it's like because it's just so hard to to grasp to get your head around mm. you know so it's it's a shock when it happens yeah well, you know, I don't know, but, uh, you know, you hear all this stuff and even if the conspiracy theories aren't true, you know, yeah. the amount of information that, uh, Ghislaine could potentially provide is, you know, yeah. extraordinary and unprecedented and, you know, yeah. yeah, I can't, I can't imagine she has zero information. Uh, Anthony Bourdain's wife from New York and friends with Kate Spade. Yeah, there's a lot about Anthony Bourdain's wife, second wife. What, that she was friends with Kate Spade? Uh, friends with Kate Spade was uh, involved with somebody else or something. or I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot there. This so it's, it gets so... you could do, like, This is a rabbit hole situation. You could go right down it. Yeah. And, it, it you know, it's just never-ending, I feel. You could get sucked into the vortex of it all and the fact of the matter is we don't we don't know any, yeah. any of it it's all speculation for the most part it's hard for me to talk about because bourdain you know this bourdain was one of my big misses i i yeah. came this close to interviewing him and uh couldn't get it to work and it still it haunts me to this day that and going to see tickets in hand to see George Carlin. I was going, I was going with you to that show. Yeah, we were a month out from seeing him live doing stand up and he, he passed away. Huge misses, yeah, huge misses. And now, in hindsight, meeting Bill Cosby and getting a compliment from him that was also a huge miss. Now that I think about it, you met him and got a compliment from him, yeah, yeah. I've told that story, I don't remember that story, yeah. What did he say to you? You don't remember that? We. He had a show near out here in the Hamptons. We promoted it. Obviously, it's sold out in record, even though the tickets were like $450 a piece. 
and um and uh they took it back they were like the the venue came i was in my seat the venue came up to me you want to meet bill this was you know 15 i don't even know 12 it was before anybody knew anything and i was yeah, yeah i want to be bill cosby's icon of course and i went backstage and he came out in his dressing room and he and they were like the person who introduced us was like bill this is aunt he promoted the show and he looked at me and he goes did he sell it out and the person who was running the venue goes, yep, yep, so you got to sell it. He goes, all right. He goes, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> just like the most ridiculous, surreal thing. You're like, what? I would have loved to hear if she said, if the promoter said, no, we didn't sell it out. <laughs> what, what would the comeback have been? That would have been the thing to be like every, every seat but two. We can't, those last two in the corner, we can't sell those. Yeah. No. That would have been the funny thing to say. But uh, people in the comments are saying oh if, it, if it's a deep rabbit hole that doesn't mean you shouldn't look at it no i'm not saying that it's sometimes a rabbit hole you go down the rabbit hole and you find out more information i get that but uh it could take you on crazy you know it's, if you have the time and the, the wherewithal to do all that god bless you but you can go down some crazy paths is all i'm saying it can yeah. take you on some journeys that you never intended to go down yeah, because sometimes you go down a rabbit hole and you realize, oh, my goodness, I've lost four days of my life. Exactly. So, what happened? Yeah, no, it's, everything should be looked at, but it's it's a it's a journey. It it, it could suck you in. and it, You know, you just got to be aware of it. That's all. That's why Jaysabs isn't here. She's down a rabbit hole right now. We lost it to the rabbit hole. Absolutely. Uh, Dawn writing in thumbs up, y'all. Absolutely. Please uh, like this video, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, or Twitter, uh, Spotify. We're on Spotify video along with uh, Joe Rogan. Very few, one of the first few podcasts to be available via video on Spotify. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review. We always appreciate that. And of course, just share it. Just share the video wherever you have your social media, your Twitter, your Facebook, um, wherever you can, your Instagram stories, uh, plop us around. That's how we get the word out uh, on some of these things. But uh, interesting notions, Frank. Does she flip? What does she have to offer? Will it delay sentencing? Um, right. Will will they knock sentencing back? I would assume they're going to knock sentencing back to next week. Uh, I would be shocked if they did it any sooner. Do they sentence and then go in for a deal? Uh, I don't really know. And then, of course, you have that overwhelming thing while we're on the conspiracy theory trip. Does she make it? Does she survive? Does she live long enough? to talk to you know to to have that discussion i mean yeah. if we're going under the theory that epstein was suicided which i feel like most of us feel that he was that's that's a good chance I what's it's protecting her right uh who's to the... say that they haven't been trying and couldn't get to her in the year and now when she gets moved it's going to be a different story or you know or whatever the case is i mean let's be honest you know, again, a lot of the shit that Alex Jones has spewed, most of it has been complete horseshit, you know, and he's hit on very few things. And, you know, again, he was wrong about the pizza place and a lot of this shit, but he was right about the fact that there was this huge ring going on, you know, amongst powerful people in our government, foreign governments, you know, with high profile, wealthy people. And then we get Epstein and then it goes down the way it goes down with him. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't imagine how society would react if, she, if the same fate finds her. Like, I just, I can't, 
imagine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this would it would certainly it's pouring gasoline on the on the conspiracy fire, of course, uh, if that happened. Um, like, and this is what we said all along. They had to keep her alive. They had to get her into this court, and they had to get her fairly convicted, because if not, everybody would have lost their minds. Absolutely, no. It would have created a huge, like, holy crap. We have. What are we doing? Everything's. God forbid you come out and, and say anything about this. You know, it would scare the hell out of people. Mm-hmm. And that's we can't. We can't. Have, I'm sorry. I'm, no, it's okay. Go ahead. You got the dog. Uh, great question coming in. Can she appeal the verdict? Yes, she can appeal. Um, there has to be grounds. You know, right. like if the jury was, we talked about before, if the jury felt that they were rushed or the, the, the defense felt that the jury was rushed in reaching their verdict, that's one of the grounds that they could appeal on. Um, you know, I'm sure they're going to try, you know, any court. I'm sure right now the defense is not just getting this, taking this kick to the chin and going, oh, okay, we tried. I'm sure they're working on what they can do to appeal. I'm sure we're going to get an attempt to appeal, uh, if, if not go to an appellate court. Um, but, um, you know, I think the prosecution, again, you talk about their strategy of keeping it concise and tight and only four victims, you know, there's, again, you don't have a lot to pick apart. You know what I mean? Like it's less for the def- it's less for the defense to go. Oh, okay. Well, we could appeal on this, and we could appeal on that. Right. They don't have a lot to choose from now. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, and there was very few things in there, and the defense won a couple of those things. Remember, the prosecution the day the prosecution had a bad day, they wanted to read. Um, what were they? What did they want to read? I think it was the FBI report on what they found in Epstein's house when they searched it in West Palm Beach back in 03, 05, what, 05, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And the defense objected to it. And based on the grounds of, if you want that report read, you, you can't just have anybody from the FBI read it. You had to have somebody who was there that day read that report. And, they, and the prosecution lost that point. I think yeah. the judge was pretty fair all the way through on this. You know, she didn't really show a lot of favoritism. The defense, you know, they got a bunch of objections across. They won their fair share of these little battles. Yeah, I just know. I mean, I feel like we're this verdict gets us a step closer to uncovering more of, you know, just more of the truth, which is great. That's what we want. We want all of it to come out. Um, And this if she were let's say she were found not guilty. I mean, then there's. It's a dead end, then. You can't go after her for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. This is at least now, all right, she's guilty. We have something to work with now. Maybe we can get information out of her. She was found not guilty. We'd have nothing to go on anymore. We can't talk to her. You know, we can't bring it up with her. We can't bring her and, you know, use any kind of leverage. Now she's guilty. Now we've got something to work with. We can get down to the bottom of it, which is what we all want. We want to get down to the truth. The whole mess of it, whatever, whoever comes out of this thing, that's what we want to get to. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I and mean, we're here. We got it. So now, again, we got to see how long it takes for them to um, to get to uh, sentencing. But again, with that, 
we have to see what they got on her and what they could use and what you know um, what they could offer or you know that 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 usually sentencing they tell you right after the verdict they say hey you know sentencing will be february whatever yeah but with this i i don't know they just said nope i guess because isn't that weird though because was she you think the judge was instructed listen if it's a guilty verdict you can't sentence right away because we like you think law enforcement or whoever the fbi was like listen if it's guilty we want a chance to to talk to her before sentencing goes down i wonder what the i wonder how that came about because i can't tell you i can't tell you it is official uh judge allison nathan did adjourn court today and did not set a date for sentencing okay yeah Which, that's, un, that's unusual i feel no yeah so I, I i bet she was asked by the fbi we have more work to do here i mean I, i'm just speculating but I, you know we have more work to do with her before you hand down a sentence maybe we could work something out with uh, more information it's the only reason I see that they wouldn't have a sentence, you know, a sentencing date. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the name of the game. That, that's what everybody's thinking. Like, Hey, you know, can we, can we get more information out of her? And I'm all for get more, as much info as you can. But again, you don't want to give her, you don't want to give her the keys to the king. You don't want her to be like out in 10 years. That would be insane. Um, so where where's the compromise that's good enough so that she sees as much justice as possible? Mm -hmm. that, that's that's the hard thing to, to come up with. Uh, Judge Allison Nathan did dismiss the jury, as we said. Um, she did adjourn with no date, no sentencing date set. Um, we talked about the sixth count being the most uh, serious. We talked about that. I'm just going to go through and recap yeah. some of the things here. Go ahead. Um, they say that as Maxwell left the courtroom, she cast a quick glance at her siblings seated in the front row. She left quickly without speaking with her lawyers. Um, count number four carries a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. So what do we say? Count six was 40. Count four is 10. Okay. So it's 20 That's... years between the other couple of, of counts. Uh -huh. um, the three other counts carry five years each. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, as the verdict was read, Miss Maxwell seated next to one of her lawyers, Jeffrey Pagluklu, right. appeared to look straight ahead without moving. Once it was done, she leaned in, poured some water from a bottle into a paper cup and drank it. Once the judge read the final count, a microphone was passed around to each juror who quickly affirmed that the verdict was unanimous. Miss Ma Maxwell leaned over to speak to one of her lawyers. From the jury's questions and notes to the judge during deliberations, it appears the jurors spent a lot of time scrutinizing evidence and testimony involving Jane and were focused on that count, too, of the enticement charge, which is what we talked about earlier. And I wonder like, how much of this deliberation was solely on that one charge. Right. Like, do you think they had the other ones kind of locked up and done and they were just kind of like, this is what took so long? It seems that thing? way because they, they requested more information. It seems that, that that's what they were doing. They just had to round up because, you know, a couple of these charges are based just on individuals. So it's harder to 
you got to focus it in on the, the information that you have. You have to focus in on these things. So I guess, yeah, I'm sure they had a number of these all figured out already. This is right. interesting. After the jury left the courtroom, uh, Bobby Sternheim, which is one of Maxwell's lead attorneys, um, asked the judge if she could be arraigned so that Miss Maxwell could get a booster for COVID. Judge Nathan said it was her understanding that it is available from the detention center that she is currently in right now. The jury also asked for, um, well, this is a, uh, I don't want to go into that. About what the jury, we already talked about that, right? We don't have to cover that again. Yeah. Um, Allison Moe, a prosecutor, told the jury in her closing argument when Maxwell was helping arrange travel for Jane, when she got on that plane with Jane, Maxwell knew exactly what she was doing and she knew exactly what Epstein was going to do to Jane. The crime happened the moment they crossed state lines. So a key point from Allison Moe during her closing arguments, which is important. Um, Damian Williams, the U.S. attorney in Manhattan, issued a statement just uh, about 30 minutes ago saying, quote, a unanimous jury has found Ghislaine Maxwell guilty of one of the worst crimes imaginable, facilitating and participating in the sexual abuse of children, crimes that she committed with her longtime partner and co-conspirator Jeffrey Epstein. The road to justice has been far too long, but today justice has been done. I want to commend the bravery of the girls, now grown women, who stepped out of the shadows and into the courtroom. Their courage and willingness to face their abuser made this case and today's results possible. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that I'm sure is no easy task to come into something like that. Mm -mm. Step into a courtroom in front of the person, you know, yeah, responsible, partially responsible for your abuse. That's yeah, that's that takes some balls. Yeah, not easy at all. Yeah, no, agree wholeheartedly. Not easy at all. And also, let's give credit to the jury here for a second. Like, I mean, these poor people had to hear about all this horrific, horrendous shit. I mean, we put a lot of information out, Frank, photos and documents that we talked about a lot of stuff. But there was a lot of things that were still that remained sealed in this case that only the jury saw and nobody else. Right. You know, they got the 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 just awful details. Um and this was not for nothing during their holiday, you know, I mean, this is a time of the year a lot of people look forward to slowing down and spending time with family and it being happy and they had to go in and hear about all this horrific shit each and every single day, yep. not talk to anybody about it. You know, we talked about the warnings that they got, like, don't, you know, when when they went home for Christmas break, judge said, please come back here healthy. We need you to be healthy. Who yeah. knows how many of them maybe altered their plans? Oh, I'm sure they all had to. I mean, and I'm sure once they were when they were being voir dire or voir dired or whatever, they were told this trial is going to take you over the holiday and whatever. So you got to be ready for that. Yeah. And all this stuff though, I'm sure they were prepared and I'm sure they were also prepared. I don't know how prepared you could be for what they were going to see and what they were going to hear. Uh, but it doesn't make it any easier. I don't think. Does not make it any easier. Uh, D uh, writing in here. I couldn't be a juror. Not for this. Neither could I, I couldn't. I agree. D. Yeah. That's, Good this goodness. is a tough one. This is not, one I would want to hear the details on. No, yeah. thank you. And I, I mean, it, you know, from a macro, just kind of stepping back from it, 
I think the fact that they got five out of six actually makes it even more fair. Like, I mean, this is a jury that took this seriously, scrutinized it, and felt, even though it was fairly obvious, again, five out of six, it wasn't 100%. Like, like the fact that they didn't give them one of the counts, I feel like this jury took this seriously and yeah, did, that's, did a really good job with it. That makes sense. They actually, it, it makes it, at least look like they considered each count individually and took their time and they went over everything because to come back with one count as a not guilty. Yeah. I mean, they'd have to, they, you have to, uh, you'd have to assume that they, they went through every step, everything step-by-step step and all the details. Cause it, it would be very easy to just go, ah, she's guilty about everything. Right. So here's the breakdown. Cause I see people asking, I'm sure people are just joining us. 40 years maximum sentence for count number six. Uh, what did I say? Count four was 10 years. Right. And That's all 50. of the other counts had to carry a maximum of five years. Yeah. So 40, 10, five, 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 and five. Right. So you that's take away this... count two. So I guess maximum now would be 65 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that would take her to a hundred and 125. No, she's 60 now. So let's see. 125. You're right. Yeah. So 1665. Yep. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. And again, that's max. She doesn't have to get that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure those are the conversations that'll be taking place over the next couple of days of yeah. what, what is, what's on the table. What are you offering? What it's gotta we... be, it's gotta be big. It's, it can't be, you know, I can't imagine her getting away with, could you imagine she's out in 10 years? I can't imagine. No, that. no. I can't see that happening, especially with these six, these four, I'm um, sorry, five counts that she's caught on. Yeah. I can't imagine it. No matter what she gives up. But I mean, you got to think of it this way. There are some fairly sweet, you know, resorty type uh yeah, facilities, facilities. in yeah. this country. Yeah. That's true. She could be in a minimum security, you know, where they're playing tennis and stuff and who the hell knows. Yeah. I mean, that would be I don't, if she does the rest of her life in one of those things and she's locked away, I don't care. Just keep her locked away. I mean, I'd prefer put her in regular prison, but I don't know. Not up to me. I mean, and again, it's what are you offering? You, there has to be, you ha, there has to be, she has to be offering how did this happen? You know what I mean? It's not. Yes, there's tons of victims and, and you'd want them all to be get their fair day. And I think a lot of them did with the yeah. victims fund from Epstein. That's unfortunately, that's the most that they were able to get. Uh, you know, they, they were able to plead their case in Epstein's case. even after he died, remember, that was kind of like a never been done before move mm-hmm. by the judge. In that case, he let all the victims come forward and, and do their confrontation, even though Epstein was already dead at the time. So there was all that stuff. But I mean, really what it comes down to is how was this guy able to operate? How did he get the sweetheart deal from Acosta? Who was involved? Who was protecting him? You know, and I think what we learned too is a lot of it was just merely just straight up intimidation on his part of look at who I know. Like I know Donald Trump and I know this one and I know that one. And you know, 
all that kind of shit that he would tell, right? I mean, every one of these victims testified that he bragged about knowing Donald Trump, yeah. which I'm sure is the move down there in West Palm Beach with Mar-a-Lago and all that shit. You know, he was on Apprentice at the time and, you know, all that jazz. So, you know, uh, and him bragging about um, not even famous people like Trump, but also, oh, I'm a scout, uh, you know, fashion scout and this or that or that kind of shit, you know. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of it, I think, came without protection from a massive conspiratorial organization, right? Where you just don't you know who my friends are? Look how powerful I am. Keep your mouth shut. That kind of shit. Yeah. But still, at some point, there had to be something that initially got started that allowed him this gumption to just fucking operate out in the open. So yeah, I, I don't wildly. Know. I, how do you con yeah he has to be able he had to have been able to control power in some way i mean I, yeah he's loaded or he was loaded but is that enough and that's why when people start to talk about you know Mossad and other countries intelligence agencies and all this i mean that's that's a crazy web to untangle yeah you know it, is. I, it almost seems nearly impossible because now you're talking about diplomacy relations and all this shit and it's like it's 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 a it's a complicated thank god they they can figure it out they're not asking me to figure it out <laughs> you know shit i have no idea it's easier to sit here and talk about it than it is to actually have to yeah. go out there and do it oh absolutely everybody in the chat uh, maximum penalty that, of course that's what we're all hoping for uh maximum penalty no, uh, 65. I'm, I'm not i'm hoping for give what? Give up name. Give up. Oh yeah, we want names. But... Explain how it was done. You could get. You can get twenty years for all I give a shit. If that's what they have to do. Right. No, that would be good. But I, the, I think the ideal scenario would be she gives up names, and she gets like I don't know an extra cupcake at her. You know, hmm. on her tray for, for dinner to supper time. Yeah. You know, don't. I can't. I, for her sentence to be reduced, I can't imagine. Anybody's going to be happy about that. I know, yeah, you want to get the names and everything, too. But there's got to be a way. You keep the maximum sentence. You get the names. And maybe she's, I don't know, she gets an, an extra hour of yard time. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But this is this came out of nowhere. We were, were we ready? Were we just, we just, we had to jump on. You know, for when this when this came out, we had to jump on the air with you guys. Yeah. And, you know, and people are speculating about like, oh, the names, the names like we've read the names. We've talked about the names, like the, the people on the flight logs. Hmm. Again, that's I, I feel I really, truly feel like that's all small potatoes. We know the actors and Chris Tucker and Clinton and we know all that shit. That's not that's not it. But it's who but it's. Yeah, they, it, their it's, names are on the list of the flight log, but who was involved in what? Right, the... right. It's it's there was some somebody told Alex Acosta to give this guy the sweetest of sweetheart deals we have ever seen in the history of anything. Yeah. That's what we want to know. I don't right. give a shit who was on the plane. We all know who's on the planes. That's yeah, we old got the list. fucking news. It, and that just means they were on the plane for the most right. part. Right. But we want, yeah, we want, we want to know who was involved with what. Who was involved. And again, 
you know, I mean, when you think about, when you go back to the Trump administration, yes, people quit, right? People came and went. That fucking administration, not one person was forced out. Not one. Yeah. Except for Alex Acosta. He was the only one in Trump's four years to have some shit come up and go, you know what? I'm going to resign. Nobody else fucking did that in that entire organization. I mean, Nobody other people, else. Other people were fired. People were fired. People left, but there was no other instance in his administration where there was this embarrassing thing that took place prior to them joining the administration, forcing them to leave. He was right. the single person in a, a crowd of thousands of people that, you know, in any administration can and usually do do something wrong and have to leave, you know, in some way, shape or form. Um, and it, there was, he was the only fucking one. Yeah. How did that happen? I... What possessed him to do this? Now, his claim is, is, well, they, they thought that Epstein was the one that was going to give them further information on this organization and get, you know, fill them in on and everything. And it never, he was the fucking guy. Yeah. You know, we talked about fog of war before. You don't know who the guy is or if this person's going to give up another person or whatever it is. Why did Acosta give that deal? Why was he allowed to leave prison every single day when he was sentenced to the year the first time around? Who, you know, who let them and, in to the yeah, prison? And they're not, not going to tell us anything until if and when it's all wrapped up. I mean, how could they, they can't show all their cards, you know, if they're trying to, um, pull in or, or pin this on a lot of other people, why would they reveal how they're going to do that? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like if they give sweetheart deals and, but why well, we're not going to, they're not going to say why, cause they don't want other people go, well, you gave this guy this for this information. They gave that, you know, you don't want to show all your cards. If you're, you want to have leverage if you're the, the people trying to run the investigation. It seems mm -hmm. to me. So that, that, I feel like that's why, you know, that, that we, we're not going to know everything, I don't think. I mean, if we do, it won't be, won't be soon. It'll be when, when they can reveal it all, when it's all wrapped up, which God hopes it will be and will be soon. That would be great. Mm -hmm. By the way, I didn't forget Michael Flynn. I just feel like that's a different, that's on a different level. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a different, different thing altogether. Yeah. Um, all right, so there you go. Just there to kind of put a bow on it. I can't believe it. after all this time. I remember back uh, beginning of the year, going, "Oh, we gotta wait till November and December." Do you remember? We've been talking about this for how long now? Yeah. The bet oh, about a year and a half. Yeah, perhaps, at least perhaps longer. Mm -hmm. And it's here, and here's the day. Guilty. What is there to look forward to? Sentencing. Yep. The day they find her in her cell. You know, I mean, there's still a lot to look forward to. We'll see. Um, the Prince Andrew case, I feel like, is going to come to the forefront. That's going to be the next thing. So we'll keep everybody updated on that. Um, yeah. And, of course, you know, we got the regular podcast, which is outside of this horrific stuff. We talk yeah. about the day's news. and We try people... to keep it outside of this. We try to go a little, we go lighter. 
entertain and inform in that order, Frank. In that right. order. That's the philosophy of the show. Because yeah, this is this is uh, a depressing situation. This case, of course, everything involved in it is depressing. And and then after you know, we, we'll we'll give you the info, tell you everything you need to know, and then we do our when we do our thing. It's we try to we try to joke around with our own lives and stuff like that. Yeah, well, because you know, and that's what's funny about this. You know, people try and put us in this category of like we're this like uh, um. I don't know, Ghislaine Maxwell podcast, but really not. It was just one of those things. It was one of a hundred things that we talked about. Yeah. And we just kept, I mean, just look at it. Who wouldn't want to obsess over this? Right. And it became, you know, before the Ghislaine thing, we talked about a lot of other things, but then this hit and we wanted to keep it at the forefront because it's such a huge thing. And, you know. Um, and then when everybody course, else abandons it and it's not talking about it, you know, kind of made us talk about it more right so we yeah we want to we wanted to keep it in the forefront and then you know we'll we talk about other stuff too we have you know the sink thingy we gave away <laughs> by the way i shipped the sink thingy out yesterday cost me Did eight dollars wow eight dollars i'll well that that's good I, I i wouldn't have done it you're a better man than i am so i'm like i'm like 850 dollars into this fucking $20 sink thing at this point. Yeah, you should have just hooked it up to your own sink. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't. Um, We had a regular show planned. I did have a couple topics. I don't yeah. know if you want to knock them out or... What do you think? I mean, this was... Should we keep this show... Uh, let's ask the chat. Should we keep this show solely about the verdict or would you like us to go into other other topics yeah i don't know we've been I mean, on for an hour almost an hour and 20. yeah i mean let, let us know if you want us to keep going we'll go a little longer we still want. we still have one more episode before the end of the year do we yeah look at us well, well yeah we got to get one more in before new year's eve oh boy say we, we don't we don't stop for you for you folks out there <laughs> <laughs> People are saying more. We got Judy Baker and VJ Robbins, uh, Robinson. Robinson. Mm -hmm. More, please. All right. Let's do a couple more. Um, I was. Um, that we got someone just saying verdict. I don't know. See, that's. Well, let's kick them out of the, the room. <laughs> Other topics. All right. So if you don't want any more, don't listen to any more, I guess. <laughs> well, let's keep it on the lavish and powerful, right? Um, okay. This is a people might find this this an interesting topic. What do you got? Obviously, the variant and everything things are crazy spiking in New York right now. Right. My mother. This is interesting. My mother is up visiting from Florida. They feel like they want to be tested before they go back, so that when they mix in with their friends again or whatever they're going to do down in Florida, mm -hmm. that they're going to be okay. That everybody's going to be safe. Right. So my mother goes, "Can you believe it's?" $40 for an at-home test. And my father goes, this shit should be free. This is bullshit. They told us free, blah, blah, blah. You know, because if you're buying an at-home test, you got to buy it, you know. Right. I looked at them and I go, do you know how much they're paying in the Hamptons right now for a COVID test? What? Now, for those people who are new to the podcast or don't know, the show is based off of Long Island. Frank's closer to the Manhattan 
Uh, I am literally, I, I can hit the Hamptons with a baseball from where I'm sitting right now. Not the way you throw. <laughs> and, and most of my career has been on the air in the Hamptons. Uh, so I got the inside track on these things. But um, take a guess at how much they're, they're paying for a COVID test in the Hamptons right now. I would think a rapid test would cost 100 bucks. All right, let me give you a little bit more information. This is a PCR test. Okay. And it PCR. is from a doctor. PCR tests should be... Who can give you the results. Right. The PCR test takes a couple of days to get the results. Um, it should be maybe... Throw, throw your answers in the 30, chat. As, as Frank is struggling, by the way, he's a horrific guess. I'm a terrible guess. 30 bucks. Stuff. Is that a bad, bad guess? 30 bucks? Yeah, it's awful guess. 50 bucks. Awful guess. 200 like, bucks. $1,000... Four million dollars. We shouldn't allow you to guess any longer on this show. Okay. All right. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred and fifty dollars coming in. Hundred dollars. I saw four hundred dollar one. Five hundred dollars right now. Oh, here we go. June gets it. She hey, nailed it. Good for you, go, June. Five hundred dollars for a PCR test. Why? Four hundred dollars for a rapid test. Because it's the Hamptons. How does that? This isn't. This isn't uh, a, a restaurant in Times Square. Why is this? Why are the prices through the roof? Because the Hamptons. Everything is a restaurant in Times it's, Square. It's a Hamptons test, so that makes it what? Yeah. More luxurious of a test. They're ordering up safety and health, like you fucking order up a burger at a diner. It's kind of messed up. Five hundred dollars. It's Doctor Seth Gordon. Whom, by the way, this is his second go around because when the pandemic first hit, he trolleyed out his little COVID test machine and was out here giving people tests uh, last year or two years ago now. Just, well, a year and a half ago. And um, he's back out here now as this new variant is just. Now, is he the only one charging that much money or is that the standard in in? In the Hamptons. I wouldn't be surprised if people were paying more. But That's this, crazy. this is what we've been able to find out. That is crazy because uh, around here and in Queens, it was it's 100 for a rapid and 20 or something for a PCR. Oh, you're kidding me to buy a. Now, where is that 100? Like not from a CVS. From like a regular a pharmacist. You're kidding me. Why would it be a hundred dollars? Fifteen minute results. It's quick. It's a. I don't know. That seems like price gouging to me. I don't know what to tell you. That's what it is. And you you submit it through your insurance, and then insurance covers it. Well, exactly. So Jack's Jack's commenting. I thought the PCR tests are covered by insurance. They are, but the way things are going right now in New York, there is not a test or appointment to be had basically anywhere our the Suffolk County executive is opening up he's reopening up drive-through testing sites he opened up three or plans to open up three to handle the amount of tests that are required right now this Omicron is it's way raging. more contagious than anybody thought it would be yeah it's it's flying through it's it's unbelievable how fast it's spreading super fast like I said on the last show, I currently know at least six or seven people that have it right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I know in my own family, there's two or three that have it. And yeah, and a couple other people outside my family. It's and there's and I'm I'm hoping it goes south for a few of them because I know I owe several of your family members some money. So yikes! I'd like to wipe those debts out. That'd be great. It's convenient. Fucking giants can't cover save their lives. Anyway, the, the point is, why this. would you bet on the giants? It's well, you. you know, bigger odds. You try you chase it after a while. You know that. Yeah, but you never win that way. <laughs> um, the the point is, is things are insane right now. Like. It, the rates are ridiculous. Uh, you can't find tests anywhere if you want to go and do something. You know, it's it's out of control. I, I was able to, I went for a test last night. Got one quick, 15 minutes and uh, negative. Now, I was surprised. Why, why did you get it, if you don't mind me prying into your personal life? I know someone who, uh, who has it. Oh, you came in contact. Okay. Kind of, yeah. So we wanted to make sure we didn't, you know, quick contact. So we wanted to make sure. Went for the test. Boom, negative. Both my wife and I negative. So. All right. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, you put all those things together with the fact that these people have an insane amount of money. They're all the way out on the eastern of Long Island. There is legitimately one hospital out here. You know what I mean? So... It's not like, and there's, I mean, you can count the amount of pharmacies that are out here on one hand, you know, there's one, two, maybe two CVSs and the rest are independent pharmacies. Um, Cause that's kind of the Hamptons thing. There's not a lot of chain restaurants or shit like that. You know, everything yeah. is independent. And uh, they're like, why, why would we travel? We can't travel. We're not going into the city to get a test. These people feel, and they're, they're not, they can't like wait online. Could you imagine Scarlett Johansson which fucking waiting on a CVS line to get a PCR test? Like I'm sure they have their own doctors and people. Well, that's on what sets it is. And stuff that yeah, that's that. what it is. They well, they made a whole show that, that of that that fucking guy. I can't even remember his name. I had him on uh, once. The fucking uh, he was in the West Wing too. The guy who was remember he was the lawyer who was dating Donna for a minute. I can't remember. Nope. Anyway, he had that show on USA where he was like the Hamptons doctor. That thing ran for like five years. Nip Tuck? N no, not Nip Tuck. I forget what it was called. But it was something in the Hamptons. And oh. uh, and he was like the Hamptons doctor. And it, like he, he, they paid him all this extraordinary money just to keep all their shit quiet. That, that was the whole premise of the show. And um, it's fucking true because, they're, you know, here's this guy. Like, I know I can make a quick buck. Out there in a hat, five hundred dollars. That's insane. Per Royal Pains. Thank you. There you go, Patricia. Yep. We're gonna have to send out a lot of mugs for this episode. That's on you, buddy. Yeah, Royal Pains. That was the uh, that was the show. I forget the name of the guy who was on that, but uh, I had him on a bunch. I also lied to him too about watching his show. Man, you so, are. What is going on with you? Well, you can't watch everything. I mean, geez. that's true. But the Bill Burr one, I feel the worst about. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, $500, I mean, this guy, this guy could be doing 10, 15, how many tests do you think you could sneak in in a day? And he's got the machine out here too. So he's, he's got the machine parked at somebody's, another doctor's office. And then he's just going out, doing the tests, running it back to the machine and getting them the results right away. Mm -hmm. So how many do you think you can do in a day? 50 well, tests with 15, 20, you know, 15 minutes for a result. 
And you, yeah, gotta, if you have a you, staff doing them. You, you don't have to do it yourself. Right. Uh, right. Exactly. Time. And, and you got to think that he's got several people running out and probably each house has got what? Four to six people in, in per house. Right. And this yeah. guy could be making, you know, fucking 20 grand a day. It's unreal. I agree with dad should be free. I mean, it should be free. I mean, it is, but the problem, and, and let's be honest. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Um, They're bumbling this again. They kind of knew they put those things into place. There was more restrictions. Everybody bitched and moaned, but on the same, on the same side, you know, transversely, where were the testing sites? Where were the, you know, I get it. I get it the shot and the and the vaccine and yes fine but we have to be honest frank they were ill prepared for more people catching this thing and being able to test for it and treat people for it in the short term like i saw a report just today it was like they're upping the amount of um vaccines that are available and yes while that's great and i hope more people do get it what does that do to the people that are unvaccinated and are getting this fucking thing now? And, and you know what I mean? It's like, well, what do you, they go to the hospital. If they're unvaccinated, they get it. Yeah. Open up the tents and open up the testing facilities. They were just doing this yesterday though. The testing facilities, that shit should have been done weeks ago. Weeks ago. There's testing facility. Yeah. It's hard to get, it got, they got, that's true. To be honest, to get tested, it's hard to find places to get tested because it's one, you know, Where's our governor on They're that? Packed. They're packed. You know, packed. I mean, she threw the mask mandate out in there. You got to think, oh, on the other side of this, we should probably have some more testing facilities and shit like that. You know, maybe we should make arrangements for a couple more beds if things there continue are, to get worse. In Manhattan, they do have, in the heavy traffic spots, they have these tents. They're all over the city, testing facilities. The and city. there's just lines for all of them. You know, it, it, they're everywhere, but, you know, I was able to get a test yesterday, but before that we were looking everywhere and places are packed and they're closed and they, you can't, you have to schedule one, but it's for like two days later, three days later. So it's, it's tough. It's, it's not, it's not so easy to get a test, especially around the holidays when it's just, that's the thing. There's a lot of, is an influx of visitors coming to New York. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing they have to before they get back on the plane to go home, they have to get tested. So once they get out, once they get tested, get on the plane and, and go back home, it'll maybe ease up the testing facilities, which I think that's what they're counting on. But, yeah, we should have had more test, testing facilities open. I agree. Should have been a, a maybe a smidge more prepared for this. Yeah. You know, um... freaking Omicron, man. But this hopefully this is the last uh, last string that we could get this thing done with. And like we talked about on previous episodes, this could be the endemic that they've talked about. Yeah. The fact that they here's this uh, variant that is not, they're finding not to be too intense with symptoms or life-threatening. It's um, a lot weaker. But yeah. highly, highly contagious that more people will get it and develop that natural immunity that everybody knows is better than any yeah. sort of other preparation that you could possibly have. Right. And... So that coupled with the vaccine, coupled with the fact that it's not as bad as the original strain, yeah, this could be the end of it, which is which is would be a great relief. 
could have gotten lucky. I feel like feels like we got maybe lucky with this last uh, little. Uh, I mean, it's thing. weird. I saw a thing that um, I'd have to fact check this. Don't don't quote me on it. But uh, the there's someone. I'd also like you to fact check it too. See how how what's the caloric it. intake. Uh, three people contracting this thing every second. Omicron in the country. Three people getting it every second. That would be something else. That's that's the thing I saw. I don't know if it's true. I have to look it up. But that's well, what I'm not. Well, I'm not surprised. And the other thing is, um, it's December what 29th. Christmas was four days ago. Today, tomorrow, you know, like that's when it all what we're gonna start to see. And again, the numbers are down because the amount of testing that could be done is not up to up to par. The more tests that get done, the more number the numbers are going to go up. So I think we're going to see more numbers, you know, in the next couple of days pop around like crazy. Um, I did get this hysterical meme. I think this was in our group chat, Frank, which was, "If you're in New York, don't even bother testing. You're positive. You have it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good chance. Everybody's getting it. It's a this thing is this thing is making its rounds. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent." I mean, and, and I and I say this all, especially, you know, it seems as though and I know they're hopeful for the booster against this variant, but it seems as though this this variant might not be again. We're going to find out all the information the more this time goes on. But it seems like this variant may have the the the, the vaccine might have little impact on this particular variant. That's how highly contagious it is. Say it again. What What's going to happen? They're they're saying that the the vaccine might not have this variant. It, it might not be able to stop this variant, which is also I heard the opposite of that. I heard, yeah, you'll get it's the same kind of thing. You get it, but it's, it's even not less. As, right. It's not as yeah. The right. vaccine helps your immune system deal with it. Right. But they were saying that the fact that you were vaccinated, you might you might have a less of a chance of even getting the original one, mm. you know, to begin with, which I did kind of feel was true. You know, I did. I did feel that was true because I came. I was. I was in contact with somebody for about fifteen minutes, and I didn't get it. And I felt that that was because I was vaccinated. Um, but this may not it. have. This this may not be the same sort of scenario where this doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. You're going to wind up getting this particular variant. We don't know, but the point is, is that the fact that it is uh, less potent, if you will. Right. Uh, could be the blessing that let's be honest we all fucking deserve at this point i mean jesus we had to have one of these things go our way right come on give us something here <laughs> give us something here right. um so we'll see on that but it, it's a it's a, a scary uh situation oh and thank you t for the super chat i appreciate that that's very kind Ooh, of you awesome thank you t always well uh well appreciated uh it's a scary situation Again, not as scary as a year and a half ago, but it feels a smidge like that again, where it's like, oh, holy shit, so-and-so has it. Like, we haven't had that in a while. Yeah, because this thing is different. It's newer, and it's it spreads be uh, faster, more easily. But again, it's one of those, a year ago, it was deadlier. Right. Yeah, it's still a deadly thing, but with the vaccine and the fact that Omicron is not as as powerful. That that's helping. Yeah. So keep getting vaccinated, people. That's what um, we didn't have a chance to talk about this though, but we we, oh, we kind of glazed over a little bit. 
that Trump got booed at uh, his town hall with Bill O'Reilly. I'm going to give him credit. He said that he was he got the booster. He got the booster. And he said, and I'll give Trump credit where credit's due. He said fewer people are getting I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but fewer people are getting as you know, a dying because they're back. They're vaccinated and boosted. He gave a lot of credit to the vaccine and said encourage people to get vaccinated. Yeah. And and he said he withstood the booze. Hey, he did. And then there was another issue where he had uh, Candace. He was on Candace Owen and Candace Owen was like, hey, you know, more people are dying during the bite. And he like he kind of shut her down and he was kind of like, you know, listen, people. He, he again doesn't believe in the mandates, but believes that everybody should get the booster as well. Um, and I, I, I give him credit for that. I, I only wish, and you know, the problem is, is you have your Candace Owens and Fox News and OAN and you know, all these places, they're too afraid to lose their own audience. They're too afraid to be like, here's the guy who started all this and he stands behind it still to this day. You know what I mean? They're too afraid that people are gonna bail out on them. Um, and that's sad. You know, Candace Owens can't speak up. Candace Owens can't fucking say an anti-conservative thing. The same way, the same way Rachel Maddow can say an anti-liberal thing. They just, these people can't do it. They can't, they don't have the spine. They can't afford to lose the audience. They don't really, they don't have it. Trump, to his credit, he fucking says it. He's like, yeah, get it. Get the booster. You know? Yeah. Get the boot. It works. That's what, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's encouraged. Yeah, he said it's a choice, but he, he's he won't go to the mandate. You to get it. Yeah, he's he won't go to the mandate, but he's got it. And again, that's the example that you want. And and this is what I've said. This is a critique of Biden from me. If I was Biden, I would pick up the fucking phone and be like, Trump, I need you to fucking go on. To, I need you to go do do a round of fucking interviews and tell everybody that you got the booster. It ain't working because he's te- he said it a number of times and people boo him. And what's he going to do? Not really, though. I mean, we're we're so politically polarized that Biden won't pick up that call. I don't know if Trump would do it. And I also I don't know it. if Trump would go on CNN, NBC, MSNBC, if they would even have him vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And that's fucking sad because those things should be happening and they're not based solely out of political reasons i know Uh, but i feel like trump if biden asked trump to do anything like that trump would go i got a call from from sleepy joe he needed a favor and of course the good guy that i am you know that's exactly what would happen he can't even run the country i've got to come back gotta call in old trump to to do his work for him he can't run the country he'd be like president biden asked me to be the president again and be like, yeah. no, no, no. They just want it. Yeah, that's they I needed to be the back call. in the White House. Is what's I'm going to be back. They need to be back in the White House. I'm going to put a desk on the other side of the room. It's going to be Sleepy Joe and me in the Oval Office together. We're going to film it, put it on NBC, do a reality show. That's it. Um, actually, that sounds good. I would love that compared to the that. other shit they're putting out on TV show. right now. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Um. Uh, Delta Karen. Do you remember the Delta Karen that we talked about the other day? Oh, boy. We have a, an update. Yeah. Again, this this is going to go back to my hatred for cable news. But my parents are in, so I got they. this is what they watch. So mm-hmm. now I'm subject to, like, catching a little bit more of the 
cable news that I'm used to, you know, and they found out that the, the woman on Delta who spit and slapped the other guy and told him to put his mask on and she didn't have her mask on and she was going crazy and all this shit. Um, she used to be a Raiders dancer. Okay. And she was also on, she was an actress as well. And she was also on uh, Baywatch and a couple of others. She had bit parts on a couple of other shows. This is Delta Karen. This is Delta Karen. They got her name, which is Patricia Cornwall. Uh, she's 51 years old. Uh, she's from Santa Rosa Beach. And uh, apparently she's had some other run-ins with the law as well, too. Okay. Yeah. A very big thank you to La Cibola. Oh, yes. Thank you for that super chat. Um, will the, the guilty verdict for Ghislaine open the people in the black book to deeper, more meaningful questioning? Well, yeah, I hope so, right? That's the, that's the hope, because if she's looking for any kind of deal with her sentencing, she might roll on some people, and that might lead the FBI or whomever to, yeah, to hopefully bring him more people and question the hell out of them. That would be the, the good, a good idea. Hopefully. Yeah. And like we said earlier, time will tell if it takes them a week and a half to get to sentencing, then we know they're talking. Right. And if yeah. she comes back tomorrow and is like, Hey, guess when the sentencing's going to be, I mean, she may come back tomorrow and be like, Hey, we're going to do the sentencing in uh, February, you know, give right. them, give them two months to hammer it out, you know, to hammer a deal out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Adorable yep. puppy, by the way. Kind of adorable oh, that is friend. an adorable puppy. That looks like, let me see, get a closer shot. Uh, it looks like a lab mix, maybe Dalmatian. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Lab Dalmatian mix, I would okay. I would guess. I have two kids. I can't, I have no idea what dogs It's got are. The, the wider head of a lab, but the spotting and the coloration of a Dalmatian looks like. Hmm. If La Cibola can, uh, can fill us in on what kind of dog that is. Yeah, I'd great. love to be able to confirm that. We can't confirm a, a sentencing date, but if we can no, get the, we don't know anything on that. We figure out what this dog will be. That'd be great. My guess is lab Dalmatian mix. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Pound pup Dalmatian mix. LOL. Yes. There you go, Frank. I said lab, but maybe, maybe we don't know what else is is in that mix. But See, you pup. can't you can't guess a number to save your life, but when it comes to identifying a dog, I know, I know dogs. I love you're dogs. The guy. Numbers. I wasn't that good in math in you're, school. Yeah, you're the you're the dog. You're the you're the man now, dog. That's what I would tell you. I'm the man, dog, dog man. Um. So yeah. Anyway, so Delta Karen used to be a uh, Raider cheerleader, and all right. So this is so I caught this bit of information from I don't even fucking know Inside Edition MSNBC. It's all the fucking same bullshit. And the the reporter calls up the guy who got the shit slapped out of him. And she's like, can you believe you were assaulted by a Raiderette? You know, like this fucking thing of like, what the? And the guy's answer was like, he didn't know how to answer that. And I'm like, what kind of question is that? Like, no, I can't believe I was assaulted by a Raider. Like, what do you want him to say? Yeah. Does that change the fucking dynamic that once she was a fucking cheerleader? Like, who cares? I didn't know she was a cheerleader. That makes me more mad. (laughs) What? What do you want from him? But it was that Frank, and you know this, Frank. It was that broadcast school. Like, did you know that you were assaulted by a Raiderette? Like that. What's you know. your reaction to that? It's like <laughs> that inflection. I don't know. 
Why? Right. Leave me alone. I, I'm just talking about what happened. I don't... <laughs> like, kill me now. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Honestly. Um, but yeah, she she did a bunch of guest spots on like uh, Baywatch and a few other shows. So, um, yeah. Didn't something happen? I, I glanced past this. Like she uh, attacked her own mother or something. Like that was like a it was like a domestic violence charge of some kind. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I thought there was some trouble with the cops with her and that. Um, am I wrong there? Her sister-in-law filed for domestic violence protection against her. Sister-in-law, okay. Yeah. So there might be a mother thing in here too. I don't know. But yeah, she's she's obviously something's uh, something's up with her. And that going by that video, I mean, if the guy was just eating, you gotta take your mask off for eating. Plus, she was she didn't have her mask on, and she was yelling at the guy. <laughs> yeah, I know that was the best part. And uh, the, the, when the flight attendant came over to her and goes, "Could you put your mask on, ma'am?" and she turned to him and goes, "Yeah, put your mask on." Like, now we got to know who's gonna do it first. And they're dragging her away by her arms. She's like, "Thank you, for police, for stepping in." And she's like, uh, "No problem." Yeah, her sister-in-law said that she has bipolar tendencies and paranoia. She believes we are with the government, and I fear for my life and my children. She who's thinks that the, the sister-in-law is with the government. Okay. Yeah, are you with the government? Not that I know of. I mean, I did get the vax and the and the boost, so maybe. All right, I'm gonna put you on my list. All right, because it feels like you might be with the government. I'm not against the government. So far, I've checked two things off my list: vaccinated, mm -hmm. and denied being with the government. That's exactly what you. Would That's say what they would say. Yeah. If you were working with the government. Typical. Um. So anyway, Delta Karen. Good news for her is. What is she, a year or two away? Not even. I would say six months away from joining some fucking Real Housewives program and being the next uh, you know what? sensation. Can you imagine? I mean, this is just a boost for her, her yeah. career. A hundred percent. Oh, my God. hundred percent. That's the kind of entertainment society we live in. Someone does something insane, and they get a, a TV deal out of it. Yeah. Delta Karen coming to a Real Housewives of whatever near you, for sure. Yeah. For sure. There's just no way she does. But there's some good sides to that because remember, I forget the, the man's name, but the guy who was on the Cosby show, it was like the son in law. Uh, and they spotted him in like a Trader Joe's or something working. Oh, yeah. Remember that guy? He got from because they spotted, you know, someone took a picture of him and posted or whatever. He got more acting gigs, which was great. I always liked that stuff. guy. He was good on the show. He, I liked him. Elvin, I think, or something like that. Yeah, why is that? What? Why did I like that guy so much? He was a nice guy. Super nice guy. And he was funny. I thought he was good on the show. Um, Joe Rogan has been trending because he believes that... Uh, oh what does he believe? Michelle... Why? See, that's her. Why? Huh. I, said, I just said, oh boy, what does he believe? Um, He thinks that Michelle Obama would be able to beat... Uh, Trump, Trump in an election and he would vote for her. That's that was his exact quote. Not only does he think that she could win, but he would be happy to vote for Michelle Obama in the next election. Uh, I would as well. I mean, she's a number of scandals from the Obamas and Michelle Obama alone, or Michelle Obama alone. zero. 
number of scandals on Trump's side. Too many to list. But, and she's smart, and she, I feel like she would know what she's doing. I could, I could see that happening. All right, let me say what's in her corner here. She's super smart. Yeah. Super smart. She obviously has uh, the connections and knowledge to be president, being married to one, mm-hmm. and you know, knowing everybody that's involved. But here's the thing that people are not seeing, and I'm surprised. Again, this is I like Joe a lot. He 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 swings and misses big sometimes for me. Um, but I think overall, he's I will never turn on him because I think he's important to have in the landscape of of discourse. You know. She fucking hated being first lady. She was done with the White House fucking three years in. There's no way she would go back to that lifestyle. What do you mean she hated it? Hated it. How do you know that? Hated it. I heard you. How does... she... Wait, let me say it longer, more drawn out. Maybe oh, now I get it. When you, when you drag out the A, it sinks in. Let me put 14 A's in there. Um, because she, I mean, she said it in interviews. Even Obama has said in interviews that that he would get on her nerves and she would be unhappy. And, you know, she look. think of any mother having to deal with their children going through that particular age under that much public scrutiny. Right. How could anybody really truly enjoy that? I guess not. I mean, and she's not uh, people are saying in the chat, Sonny is saying she's not into politics. Yeah. So she's not going to run. Then why would she run? I don't think she would run. But he thinks that she should run, could run, and would win, and he would vote for her is what Joe was saying. Which, I mean, I could that's an opinion. I, I appreciate he's got an opinion, but I just, I think it's a wild, crazy opinion, and I don't think she would ever, I don't think this would ever actually happen. I don't think it would happen either, simply because she's not into that scene. I don't think she has the desire to be president. Zero desire. If she did, great, great, but I don't think she'd does she's never expressed that desire um i think she's very smart but i don't think she would want to do it is the only you'd have to that's a life you want you you should really really want to do it i mean that's something that you just don't go on a whim um and i also think there should be i mean this is another if you read chapter i don't know 10 of my 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 book that i didn't write frank's philosophy on life yeah, Frank philosophies. I, I don't know. Can I? Frank be Frank? I don't know. The, yeah. the title is still in. The, in, the, in We're works. gonna get that published, though, big man. That's a million dollar right. idea right there. Chapter ten is there should be a test that you need to pass in order to run for president. Sorry, if you're gonna be a candidate for president, you gotta know basic politics and you gotta know, uh, you know, ge- geography or you know, maybe some tax, some law, anything. There's got to be some basic things that you need to get down if you're going to run the country. Can't. I mean, yeah, you could be anybody. Anybody could do it, but you got to know these things. You know, I, I think there should be an exam that you'd have to pass in order to just be able to run. This way, at least, the very least, people wouldn't be like, oh, you have no qualification. Well, I passed the test. It's like passing the bar. I, I, I who's going to make I'm this test? I'm qualified to be a lawyer. You have to pass the bar exam to be a lawyer who's going to make the test the pol- the congress politicians i don't know that they come up with the questions that that you know that the leader of the free world should have to, to have to answer hmm. i also love this move from joe too because i i love when people 
try and throw him in a box of the, which you basically did with your like oh he's a conservative crazy he's really not that. well but you scuffed when i brought up joe rogan and what he said you were like i love how you go from that to i said he's a conservative crazy i well, just i'm said just saying he's, no, I'm wacky. Saying, he's wacky he a lot of people things. a lot of people put him in that conservative crazy yeah but you just box and you shoehorned not. me right into that <laughs> you just said oh you said he's a conservative i did not say any such thing you know I what you're went, right i apologize that all was... i said was huh what does he believe now that's all i said <laughs> that was presumptive on my part you're right i apologize all right then accepted. Um, but he i mean he went crazy viral with this comment and um, I just uh, again, I don't see I don't foresee it happening. I don't think Michelle Obama but, I don't okay, think she wants to do it. Let's assume that she does want to do it. You think she can beat Trump? Honestly, but like put, I think she put could. your hatred for the man aside. No, I, I think she could. If Joe Biden could beat. I don't think he I, I would have voted for other people ahead of Joe, but I liked Joe as well. Like who? Everybody? No, I mean, but if Michelle if Obama, if Michelle Obama runs, I, I think she could beat. Trump. No, she won't run. Well, definitely won't run. But uh, is your did, wife there? Ask her what she ask her if she thinks he would she would she could beat uh Do Trump. you think not if she would want her to beat Trump? Can she beat Trump? Do you think she can? If she did run, do you think she would be able to beat Trump? It's hard to think, but I feel like if Biden could beat Trump, I think Obama being Right, but we're not even sure Biden can beat Trump again. Again, yeah, no, that's true. But I think she, I think all she would need is see she doesn't have the angle I guess yet you know there's no platform that she she's running on at the mm. moment so we don't know what her what her again what her platform would be what what her uh, points her talking points would be but mm. I I think just based on her intelligence her personality I think she could do it that would be some shit though talk about a huge fuck you to hillary clinton and kamala harris if she came swooping on him to be the well, first uh female well, that's president the, well that's the thing with, with hillary clinton people were like you know i just don't like her and that's what cost her people like obama i think well Michelle that in the body better. count that too <laughs> yeah like i feel like people would vote for obama before voting for hillary clinton so yeah, well, because I, but I think, and I wonder how many people think that they would be voting for Barack versus Michelle if they were voting for Michelle. Right. You know, hmm, M. Obama. That must be Barack's uh, <laughs> real first name. I don't but know. even if it was her, like, how much of that would she really just be, you know, letting him run, you know, get back into things? And well, he'd be I, the, the I, first gentleman. Here's what's interesting at this current moment right now. I, I mean, I can't say either side is particularly proud or thinks they have it in the bag for 2024. And yeah, that's no, counting that? Trump mm -hmm. and the current president, like the immense popularity of Trump and the current sitting president. His popularity is waning, though. When Trump. you look at both of them, well, they're both waning, I think. Yeah, but look at, you know, if... Because Trump's barometer seems to be how many people show up at my rallies. Oh, look at all these people. Look at all. How could I have lost? I have a million people at these rallies. So if you're going by that, go by the last rally he just did, where there were like a couple of thousand people there in a place that held like thirty thousand people. I don't know. Did he have a exactly, bad showing? Somewhere? But it was a bad showing. It was. I didn't a, know that. There weren't yeah. a lot of people at this, his last one. I didn't hear that. But 
Trump doesn't have a VP right now. I mean, everybody assumes it'll be DeSantis, which is a fine, a fair assumption. It's fair. Biden's VP is non-existent. I mean, they don't even, she's fallen so far off. I mean, and, and this happens before. You get that VP, you count on them to deliver the election to you because they can bring you whatever. Sometimes it's the South. Sometimes it's the North. Sometimes it's the more uh, liberal people if you're more centered like Biden is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the women's vote, uh, the minority votes, you know, whatever it was, she was able to deliver that. And then they fucking fall off so fast and, you know, they can't they can't carry the ticket. Right. You know? Yeah. But we have what? Three I mean, years. If you to look go. back, if you look back on every presidency, I would say with the exception of Trump, I don't really remember a lot of that kind of talk with him. But if you look at every single presidency at some point or another, no matter how justified or re ridiculous it was, they talked about replacing the VP on the ticket for the reelection. Like oh, every absolutely. single one of them. Yeah. I mean, you know, anything could change. I mean, we have two years until we have to think about the run, I guess, for the next, you know, I guess they'll start campaigning at the end of or whatever, 2023. So give or take. Yeah. So we got a little time. Anything can happen between now and then. The I just approval don't know ratings can go back up. Who knows? Well, well, that's the thing. And this, as this thing spreads even more, it looks worse and worse for Joe. You know, well, they called it. They were saying it's this is going to spread. The best defense is getting vaccinated. That's yeah. it. What do you want? We we're handing you the keys. Regardless, get vaccinated. Regardless of what happens, he's going to be responsible. The same way. I, and again, I I. This, I feel like, mostly was what cost Trump his presidency, was this thing. And if it doesn't get under control by the time the next election rolls around, it's going to cost Biden his presidency. Um, I, yeah, no, I, I see. I could see that. And but, I, don't, I don't know if the... I don't think that the, the Democrats would let him run again if they didn't think that he could really come through and do it. Yeah. And then who do you put up? Because it can't be Harris. She's she's falling off. Unless yeah. unless she miraculously cures this fucking thing on her own in the next you know eighteen months, you can't run her. There's no clear front running uh, Democrat other than Biden at the moment that I can think of that would be like, yes, we have to put this person in. Yeah, it was um, Cuomo, but <laughs> that went south. Mm -hmm. People, people were talking about him being the guy for the longest time. That would be, yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. Um, I mean, at least the Republicans have DeSantis. He seems to be. Everybody looks at him like Trump Jr. In fact, more so than Trump, the actual Trump Jr. <laughs> <laughs> they feel like he's Trump, but younger and perhaps a little bit more governmentally savvy. If I can invent a phrase, uh, is he? Mm. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's run a he's run a state, you know, you know. Who hasn't? Uh, we've all run states. Come on. <laughs> Plus, it's state, Florida. Run a state by Tuesday. It's Florida. Come on. Is it real? <laughs> it's on autopilot, anyway. Is what it's you're kind saying? Kind of on autopilot. They're, they're I just... will give you this one. I mean, I, my parents live in Florida. They just there. It's too. The, you can't be in a location where it's nice all the time. You start fucking drinking at eleven o'clock in the morning. You're fucking shit faced every day by three. It's, Florida's like another planet. Nothing's getting done down there. No, it's a, it's a weird, weird zone where just anything can happen. It's a free for all kind of a state. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's it's a wild, wild. 
it's a weird wild state mm-hmm yeah um we're coming up on two hours my friend you think we're good here i think we're good let's keep going let's go all night no we're good, I'm good. <laughs> uh, we I, let's go we can go on god you want to pull some comments it looks like you want to pull a comment or two do i want to pull a comment let's see uh let's see okay let's although i love i i do appreciate the angles that rand paul takes I Rand don't Paul. think Rand Paul can deliver a, a ticket. No, Rand Paul is is another. Is another Rand guy Paul that is has a, too, ma- yeah. too many too many um, cabinet guy. The highest he'll ever be is a cabinet. He'll, yeah, he'll get a cabinet too position many, or some shit. Uh, controversies and things like I can't with Rand Paul. He's too controversial. I I, I can't get behind him either. Um, Antonia Smith, Biden old and left uh, and in the left field, they need a bright, shiny star for the party. I agree. Who's the bright, shiny star for the fucking Democrats? AOC. I was just going to bring her up. She's got the likability, obviously, amongst the party. I don't I, expect conservatives I'm a fan. Like her. I'm a fan. She's like hot, AOC. which, by the way, fuck you all for Not judging me. Let's be honest. Hot chicks and handsome guys fucking deliver. People like pretty people. Which is the, explains the success of this show. <laughs> just, just presenting the facts. That's all. Don't, don't come for me. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, most of our successes were on radio up until, up until recently. <laughs> So it is kind of true, but let's be honest. She's a she's a beautiful woman. Uh, that's going to carry some weight. She's very smart, and I think she has some good ideas. I but think. the her the issue with her, I feel, is I think she's very green. I think she's very inexperienced. Even though oh, absolutely, I don't think she's ready yet. And I also think she pisses off her own party quite a bit. And I don't don't think people like that in her own party. She's. Um someone that needs that that's a good person to shake things up she's someone that's not gonna she has these ideas that will bring positive change is i can't think you know she's young and she she knows what what the next generation is going to need and what, what they're looking for and i think she can do a, a good i think she's smart she's got a good head on her shoulder. well you know who's good at that pinpointing what the next generation is going to need andrew yang just nobody believes he could fucking run anything. They just will not. Everybody's like, you know, what's the great ideas is that Andrew Yang, you should vote for him. Oh, fuck. No, I'm not voting for that guy. He was he was even at the point where he was like, I'm going to give everybody a thousand dollars. Just put me in office. You all get a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And we're like, nah. got <laughs> laughed out nah. of this like and then he was like, oh, I know I'll run. I'll run for mayor of New York City. I should be able to nail that. Didn't even fucking make it out of the primary. Didn't make a blip. I mean, it wasn't even fucking close, I, you know. I just, I couldn't pin, yeah, he wanted to give everybody, he literally, that, that was one of his things. I'm going to give everybody $1,000 a month, just got to put me in office. Mm. You know, like, no, nah, like, nah. that's not enough for me. Can't, yeah. can't go for that. I never got that common pay thing. Why don't you just charge me less in taxes? Like, can I just pay less taxes and keep my own money? Why don't I have to give it to you so you can give it back just to give me? Just give it back. I, I don't know. I never I got that. I don't know. What I don't get is how we pay taxes on our salary and then we pay taxes again when we buy things and i just it's it's just a lot of i feel like we're getting taxed well because we're paying for all taxed. the shit that the damn democrats are making us pay for man that's what it is if it, as long as it goes to the right stuff i'm, I'm fine with that 
you ta you tax me and it goes to the right things, great. You're essentially pointing out the difference between Democrats and Republicans. Democrats think that they know what's best for you, and Republicans want you to decide what's best for you. Uh, so far, they're both wrong. That. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> they both are not doing a great job. Right. Um. Yeah. So I I don't know. I I would love it. I you know I would you know. It's funny because I think people are inspired by Obama. I think that Trump guy was a rock star. Guy was great. He was. He really was. It's undeniable. The charisma is undeniable. You may not agree with his policies. You may hate him as a president. The charisma is undeniable. Trump, the same thing. The guy just struck a chord and people were on fucking board with him no matter what. And boy, did he test the limits of that, too. Um, but yeah, as far but his as his was phony, so go ahead. Sorry. Well, we're okay. But as far as like that young, like this, like you gotta see, like this person is gonna, they're gonna make it. They're they're making shit happen now at this lower level, and they're gonna make shit happen at that. Uh, you know, once they step up to the big seat, man, we just don't have that. We I just think, don't fucking have it. I think in a few years or in a few term cycles, you give AOC a chance. I think she's gonna. I think you Surprises. are going to have to walk that back one day and you're going to regret Why? saying that. I just don't think she's got it in her. I think she's very she's... interesting and captivating. I do think she has good ideas. I think her issue is with with execution. I think well, she, she's she big, has and to I, get her party to go along with with every that's the it's that's the gig though. Yeah, but you have to you're just one person in Congress. You have to you have to move up. Once you move up or get a little more, you know, more experience and you're in the game a little longer, maybe that's what I'm saying. Not now. She's not ready now. But I think one day she could she could run the country. I, I think she has she will have the experience. Like right now, she just lacks the experience. Mm. She has the ideas, she has the smarts. I think she just needs to get a uh, get a little further ahead in her career i also think she's far too popular for what she's actually accomplished you know um because i think that kind of stuff can blow up in your face what do you mean like everybody knows aoc like everybody fucking knows who she is and then mm -hmm. if you tried if you asked what her top five accomplishments were i don't think anybody can name that well again she's new um she what's it called uh, she's got a lot of a lot of work to do of course but she's getting you know, she's young again. She's not very experienced. Again, she's only what is she? A little Google area. Early thirties. I mean, like you look at all the stuff that Mansion is doing. It's so fucking like we need a fucking infrastructure bill. I don't know if this is the bill, but even Trump campaigned on infra like our infrastructure sucks balls. We need to modernize so desperately. And we just keep tripping over our own shoelaces. If it ain't Biden, the next president's got to pass an infrastructure bill. I mean, it has to happen. It has to happen at some point. I we cannot continue along the way we have been going with the fucking bridges falling apart. Obviously, electric cars are the way of the future. You need a fucking uh, a network of refueling stations for electric cars. Well, that's the None build of this better, shit is getting the done. Build back and, better. That, and it, all these other, that. All these other countries, especially fucking China and these places, they're they're lighting it up right now. And we're just sitting back here arguing over, you know, the same yeah, old mundane bullshit. Yeah. If we pass this build back better thing, I mean, we, that would be a huge step for infrastructure. It would be, you know, 
monumental. We get a, a head in electricity. We get a head in all in in our roads and highway. All this stuff will get you know will just be a huge leap. I think. Well, amazing. <laughs> we. Can- we could, we should have cashed in that ten billion dollar telescope. We could have been we would have been all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have worked. That would have helped a little bit, put a dent in some of it. But uh, <laughs> to build back better, I think the talking about trillions, <laughs> defund Ness. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paul's killing it. Uh, well done, my friend. Well done. All right. Uh, don't forget to visit the uh, merch store that we got going on here. Plenty of great items up there. The legalized comedy T-shirt, the wine, uh, uh, Guido uh, tea. There, we've got uh, the Guido tea. What do you call that? I, tank top. Tank top. Thank you. I I don't want to call it a wife beater anymore. I don't think that's uh, that's uh, a thing to say. Yeah, a Guido tea is a lot better. A Guido tea. Uh, we could say that because I could say it. Spectrum microphone, long pumps only, a lot of JSAB's merch on here. The That's What She Said line. I'm, the black I'm digging the different colors, you know, the, the green mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, the tumbler, uh, which is great for coffee, by the way. Jumpstart goes great in those tumblers. Thing is super nice. Uh, Well-constructed, lasts a long time. Got the big microphone logo on the front. Show logo on the back. It's all available right now. Just be thankful this isn't fucking vitamin supplements, okay, everybody? It's just uh, fun merchandise to it's wear. Usable, around. usable things. Stuff you get years of use out of. Yeah, and check out anthonyandair.com. It's got all our links. You can see oh, past shows, our celebrity interviews, our Spotify playlist, all our last episodes. You can click on the Jumpstart Coffee Company uh, banner right there. Use the promo code AOA15, save 15% off. And of course, as you know, uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company, 50% of their profits go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. So you're supporting the podcast, a great co- a coffee company, and our veterans and their families. That's extraordinary. Can I just do a quick thank you to uh, to you for putting that that box right over my face? And then... <laughs> Watch as we go forward here in the in the uh, the banner, the the rotating banner. That little box in the middle, that white sort of opaque. Yeah, right over my face. There it is. <laughs> Love it. It says clips. Yeah, right but you're like you're peering out over the top of it. Is that how that's that's working? I feel like I just said the thing that's making everyone laugh. Too. You're saying, yeah, you got the moment in that. You got. I the- got the moment, but you put a box right oh. over my face. Oh God! You see how I I'm hope just everybody saying. sees how I'm hard it point- is to keep you happy. Uh, you know, just don't put boxes all over my face. That's what she said. <laughs> it, it hit me as soon as I said it. I don't know why I said it. Uh, thank you d yeah perfect placement (laughs) that's the one we'll go out on that one uh appreciate you guys watching and listening again make sure you hit the thumbs up make sure you're subscribed on youtube uh because the moment they find glenn dead in her cell we'll be here to cover it um uh, when sentence her whatever comes first we'll be here to cover it Prince Andrew, we'll talk about it. We'll be on that. And, of course, the other daily news that happens, uh, you want to get it from us instead of anybody else because um, we're we're not corporate bullshit. Handsome handsome guys. Handsome, devilishly handsome gentlemen delivering you that information. You got anything else there, Frankie C? I'm good over here. All right, that's it for us. Uh, Thanks, everybody, and uh, we will catch you on the next one.